everyone and welcome back to two can't keep a secret your favorite pretty little liars podcast my name is jay and i'm here with aj norris aj how are you doing it's been a while i'm doing so good it is never a good time when i have to spend too much time away from you but i'm glad we're here now talking having a good time talking about pretty little liars i'm happy i was genuinely concerned that you're gonna say it's never a good time when i get to podcast with you and i was like well that's fair I said the exact opposite. You did, but I was ready to accept. I was ready to accept it as truth. And I was like, and yet you're here. <laughs> I'm here. Listen, just like my job, I'm committed. <laughs> you know, I am, you are here. I am queer, happy pride. Happy pride. Um, I have two foster kittens that are currently playing with, with uh, pens that are shaped like cats. So I think they've recognized their final form. um and aj yes would you believe that we actually have some pre-show news today there's some pre-show news oh there's some pre-show news i'm interested what would you say if i told you that there was another pretty little liar spinoff coming to hbo max wait there is yeah tell me about it wait i'm sure wait what wait are you (laughs) So is this actually news for you? This is actually news for me. <laughs> okay, so it is called Pretty Little Liars Original Sin. Mm-hmm. And it takes place in a different town, not in Rosewood, mm-hmm. in a town called Millwood. Mm-hmm. And um, it takes place after Pretty Little Liars, the original. And okay. it doesn't have any overlapping characters. I, I think like, there might be some cameos from our original from our characters, but like they're not going to be like regulars on the show. So, so, so what I am hearing, Jay, is that after the season has been fully released, there's going to be a, a extra pod in our podcast feeds talking about this <laughs> spinoff season. Perhaps, but 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 not each episode. <laughs> right, but you can't watch it until you've seen all pretty little liars because I don't know if they're going to be spoilers. Oh, you know what? Jay, you might be right. You might be right. You so and it, Sarah it, and Jess will have a extra podcast that I am not allowed to listen to. <laughs> yes. Um, but you're almost at the point where maybe you can start watching um one of the spin-offs, but not yet. But it's about it's almost time. Maybe beginning of season 2. Um, but original sin comes out this summer um i believe july um 2022 and it will be on hbo max and maybe it'll be covered by uh post-show recaps maybe it won't be i'm not sure but either way i am very excited and wanted all of our listeners to to know because they can dm me anytime and find out more wait is this alongside the reboot or is this um no. no that is the reboot oh this is the reboot Oh, it's called Pretty Little Liars Original Sin. Oh, okay. See, I thought they were redoing, uh, like Rosewood again. We're back at on BS again. (laughs) No, no, no. They're not redoing it. They're. Uh, It's not a reboot. It's a uh, spinoff. I'm sorry Ah. if I said reboot. 
no, I've been saying reboot like two, three times. So okay, maybe maybe picked it up from you. But yes, it is a spin-off show. It's gonna be so good. I am very excited. Um, and I have no right to be because I did not like any of the spin-offs, but I'm ready for this one. So so you're confident that this could be the best spin-off? I'm confident because they're starting completely over with different characters and in different towns. Oh, and I read an article that said the parents might actually be involved in their children's lives. Uh, speaking of parents involved in their lives. Uh, I know. Who, who's this Toby Kavanaugh's? Well, <laughs> the other thing I want to say is before this um, podcast starts, mm-hmm. I want to put a trigger warning. There was mention of suicidal ideation um, mm-hmm. later in the episode, about halfway or later through. Um, mm-hmm. from one of our characters and if you are um contemplating um attempting or completing suicide mm-hmm. or if you are feeling de- uh, depressed blue sad in any way um and you don't know who you can contact for support the national suicide prevention lifeline in the united states mm-hmm. is 800-273-8255 and it's available 24 hours, seven days a week. Um, and they have um, volunteers and, and um, workers for that lifeline that speak both English and Spanish. If you're looking for a suicide prevention hotline in your country, um, all it takes is a quick Google search. And if you are, would like to find one in your country but don't know where to start other than Google, you can also reach out to me on Twitter. Um, it's jmonji underscore. I am a social worker and I'm happy to um, help you navigate the resources, um, not process individual thoughts, um, but navigate resources to help find um, you support closer to where you are. And with that, now we can delve into our show where we start with a close up on Toby Kavanaugh's mailbox. Leave, leave, leave my baby alone. Leave my child alone. <laughs> have, have he not gone through enough? He's been through the police. He's under house arrest. <laughs> he gets harassed when he's driving, when he's like walking down the street. Like little children are scared of him. He, he don't deserve this. He's and done nothing wrong. Because what we see, well, on my TV, like my TV glitched for a minute and I thought that they placed a bomb inside of it because it just like got smashed. Like it was intact and the next minute it was smashed because my TV oh. glitched. But um, I when, I, when I watched it on my phone, I found out that they hit it with a, a, a metal bat, which made yeah. me feel better because like a pipe bomb is a little much. Especially for, for listen. For an innocent the pipe man. bomb, there is a lot more problems we have to worry about. Right, I was, <laughs> yeah. I was like, I don't remember this being like, <laughs> I, I know A is bad, but I didn't remember that. Also, um, just to let you know, the reason that I wasn't able to record last week was because I was violently ill. I won't go into details, but so ill that I watched the beginning of the show and I said, Kavanaugh, they're at Spencer's house. No, <laughs> it was Toby's house. So what we're, what we're getting at is see, Toby is back and in our story and he's still hated. See, when you said Kavanaugh, I thought you were going to Brett Kavanaugh. I was like, that's a different story for a different podcast. Listen, I would be all for, <laughs> for the smashing of that mailbox. <laughs> and that's all I'm going to say. 
because okay. the FCC. Understood. Respect. Um, yeah, so we cut from that to Arya's house where things are awkward as all hell. Um, because Byron is basically telling Arya, like, you and Mike are uh, buying dinner for yourselves. Um, I'm not going to be here. I'm going to some work thing and dinner's included. Um, and Mike wants to go to like mm -hmm. the sausage place. I didn't write down the name. And Ari's like, they don't even have vegetables. I'm sure they had vegetables. Maybe not a vegetarian option, but they definitely had vegetables. I, I don't know. I've, I've, I've been to Maybe it was one onion, but it was a vegetable. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> you know what? I, I could see them having onions because I've been to places where there is no vegetables. Um, so, that's, like, yeah, that's fair. But, like, <laughs> also, mm -hmm. I feel like Ari is being a little picky because I'm sure they also have vegetables in the home. It's, I'm, I'm not gonna lie I can see Arya being a vegetarian she I think she is a vegetarian dang dang if they said this in the show that tells you how much the tips I've been talking I I, I mean I don't know if they have said it or if like I just in my head I'm like yeah of course she's vegetarian because because I'm not because I was like this entire season I was like she gives off big vegetarian vibes I just don't want to say it out loud she's a vegetarian who started being vegetarian for the status like yeah. just so that people would talk about her you know yeah i can see that i can see that like now she does it because her body's used to it and like animal rights or whatever but like that's not how it started it definitely started because she was like how can i get people to talk about me how can i stay relevant no let me tell you something allison was definitely like you know what would be so awesome <laughs> if you just became a vegetarian then all the guys are gonna look at you <laughs> you know that's how you get the boys that's how you get Noel. you don't eat meat <laughs> the only meat you'll ever eat is <laughs> okay <laughs> um yeah well, and then i should not be allowed to have a microphone <laughs> so Byron then writes her check for the dance marathon, which happened like 80 years ago in our timeline. Like, um, it's truly so long ago. Like, why is he pushing it so much? But he I mean, imagine like two weeks dance. in the show, but like we haven't recorded. We recorded twice in like two months. So like. He was still at the dance. He was yeah. still there. He'd been new about this. Like, um, that's called procrastination. And when Arya goes to grab the checkbook, you know what she finds in the coat pocket? What is it, Jay? It's a ticket to the Philadelphia Art Museum event that she went to with Ezra. And, and, and why do you why do you have this? Like like what are you, what well, are you doing? He with says this? that it's not his. It's her it's her mom's, and uh, he found it in the car when her mom had borrowed the car mm -hmm. um, to go to the event. Yes. Um, and he's like, I think she went to the event when Arya like tries to like interrogate him, and oh. you see in Arya's face, she's like, I am ready to pass away. Yes, 100%. And if you see Byron's face, he's like, oh my God, I am so sketchy right now. I and like, want why to is he away. sketchy? Like he, he went on a date with his still wife. They're not divorced. They're not a divorce. Like it's okay <laughs> to still have feelings for the woman that you married and had two kids with. Like, listen, Byron, you were not the person that left. So I can understand if you still have feelings. And also like, 
you're still working things out and there's nothing wrong with going on a date with her well pause um he was supposed to go on a date with someone else but we don't talk about that (laughs) right but like (laughs) still there's there's no there's nothing wrong with going on a date with your wife even if you're separated there is nothing wrong with it. But I but, just want to know about the fourth woman, the, th- the other woman that was involved that was like expecting to go to dinner with that man that night and <laughs> who never showed. You're messy. Uh, but yeah, uh, because her dad is so sketchy, Arya's like, oh my God, he knows about Ezra and I too. And maybe he was at the museum, but he doesn't ask, they don't ask each other any questions and they both like just leave and go separate ways. This is what happens when you hide stuff. Like I like um I think Ella was like um either last episode or even this episode was like, oh, no, I think it was last episode 100 Like, oh, I'm so good at hiding things that someone is. And like none of these people are good at hiding anything. <laughs> at least and not also, this like, why are you lying and making your life harder? Like, have an awkward conversation for once in your sad, pathetic life. Well, see, for, for Byron, I get it because um Ella might be in a situation, and we see this later on in the thing where she's like, I don't know if I want to tell the children about us because I don't know what us is. So I yeah, can but they're also old I enough understand. to like understand like things are complicated. They're not like second graders. That's fair, that's fair. I, I'm just in a state where it's like, uh, I don't don't if I was Byron, don't speak out of turn and potentially mess it up. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> um and then we move over to Emily's house mm-hmm. where she's looking around for some textbook or something. Yes. And uh, Spencer, who now looks like she's entering her like emo phase. <laughs> like it's emo for her, but not like emo. It's like still emo French villager. I thought, I thought I'd say Victorian era. Yeah. And um, she looks across the street and sees that uh, Toby's mailbox has been destroyed. Um, and she's <laughs> shocked. And Emily's like, why are you surprised? Everyone in this town hates that boy. <laughs> like, listen, I feel like uh, Spence just lives in a low-key different world where if it does not affect her, she she does not pay attention. It is not her issue. But But I feel like Emily's like, more caring and more cares about Toby so she's like uh I see the mistreatment of this guy yeah and she and she's like why do you even care Spencer you're the one who like thinks he killed Allie to begin with mm-hmm. like she's been she's I, she's been harping that um Toby killed it Allie for the longest of anybody I think she started <laughs> the rumor to begin with <laughs> and uh Spencer says something that none of us would have ever expected her to say. She says, I'm sorry. And that she thinks she oh. was wrong. Oh. Um, because she was me- framed for buying those bracelets with the names on them. If you remember at the end of last episode. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like, maybe A is framing Toby just like A is framing me for buying those bracelets. And therefore being connected to Allie's murder. And, and I have two issues with this, right? Uh, issue, issue number one. Like, I feel like this was a very dramatic turn for Smith. And I know Smith saw Toby Cap crying in the, uh, what's that thing called? Allie. 
And I also know that she is being framed by someone. But I feel like to have such, by just those two interactions, to have such a strong shift in perspective, it's like, I don't think that's in Spencer's character. See, but you said something earlier that makes me think it could be. Oh, okay. What did I say? You said, if it's not about Spencer, she doesn't care. <laughs> but now it looks that. like someone could be framing her to mm. also be involved with Allie's murder. Mm. So maybe if someone's framing her, this whole thing is a setup. Makes sense. Makes sense. Because but, it's about okay. her now. So now, clearly, because it's wrong about her, it must be wrong overall. Okay. You know what? Understand. But, but I agree that, like, I wish we had more than one, more than like the in between episodes. Yeah. For her, like, I wish we could see her starting to actually think that and go through that mental process instead of like one episode she gets framed and the next one all of a sudden she thinks Toby's innocent. Yes, one hundred percent. And and just a question. I know uh, we're on a tight schedule today, so I'm going it's to turn out to do though. Uh, was Allison framing Toby? Because I feel like that's just um, it was just public opinion considering um the time he was um released from juvie and what he was released for for like it just seemed very coincidental and then people started to like be like maybe this is connected but i could be incorrect you mean spencer or ally of ally's death yeah 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 like, oh okay you said yeah. did ally from spent from toby and i was like no she's dead um i i mean i don't think i think she definitely said amongst her friends and a little mm. loudly in the hall that she thinks that Toby had something to do with it. Fair. Um, but I think public opinion was also probably against Toby. Like he didn't stand a chance anyway. Like, like there was not much that you could say to convince people. Yeah. Like they were predestined to believe it. <laughs> yeah. Understood, understood. You know what, respect. Um, so then we go to school. And Yay. there's some drama. There are some rumors going around that someone's been breaking into the vending machines and triggering the school alarm at like the middle of the night, um, trying to leave the building. And my question is, why would you sneak out of school? I understand why you would sneak out of school, but like, like, like in no, in this scenario, I understand why because we do get a resolution to this later on in the episode. Uh, but just in general, when the first half, I was like. That's weird. But That's why weird. are you at the school at 3 a.m.? No, no, I've seen many of TV shows. Uh, I, I see many videos on the TikTok where um, kids will like sneak into school to um, do a prank or something like that uh, before anyone shows up. Yeah, but like not at like 3 a.m. What? Valid. <laughs> like usually they get there and the school's at least unlocked. Mm. in some way shape or form they don't have to like break in you know technically they're breaking and entering but like the janitor has showed up or something okay that, that, that. understood understood um but it's, it's a weird case of the stolen snacks from the vending machine <laughs> yeah if you were gonna steal a snack from a vending machine like a typical vending machine snack what are you stealing um i'll steal a pack of gum mm. yeah I, I feel like it'll last um longer I'd probably go for a Diet Coke. I, I, I don't know if you know this, but I, I, um, I wouldn't even say recently, but I feel like I've gone, like, 2022, I have not drunk in a soft drink. I cannot relate. I'm proud <laughs> of you. <laughs> like, I, I found that, uh, and it wasn't like, oh, I'm just not going to um, 
drink soft drinks anymore but it's just like you just happening. have it it just happened nice and 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 then i was like am i better than everyone else <laughs> am, I, am i perfect <laughs> um but aria decides that something isn't perfect there's some Ooh. weird coincidences wait pause on. i remember why i said that because i would have said if it was a drink i would have got a lemonade mm. mm-hmm See, I like to make my own lemonade because you don't want to be too sweet or too tart and like you can't control that in like a large batch. Oh, you know what? Fair. That's that's fair. I understand. <laughs> All of that being said, speaking of too sour, Aria's in a sour mood. <laughs> Why is she in a sour mood? Because she thinks her parents know about her illicit relationship with her professor, her teacher who is older than she is by like seven years minimum. Mm-hmm. Um, and Hannah who sent the tickets to uh Arya's mom and set this whole thing up tries to um push that it's just a weird coincidence and Mm -hmm. that Arya doesn't need to worry about things and that her parents probably don't know about her and Ezra um and she goes over to and then Arya's not listening so Hannah goes over to Caleb um and she's like if you say anything I'm basically I'm gonna kill you I, she's like you better not talk about it you better not blog about it and you definitely better not tweet about it i feel like this was um not necessary because i feel like Caleb's not the type of guy to squeal yeah but i also know that hannah probably has anxiety oh she is super stressed about this <laughs> um and did, like, you she, see, like, did you see the part that caleb was holding up i know what the name of that part is no what it was the rotor arm he broke off the rotor arm oh you know how I know that? How? First of all, they probably mentioned it last week in the episode, but that's not where I got it. Um, I was watching someone, I was watching someone who was streaming a new video game called The Quarry. Mm-hmm. And um, one of the options for what you can do to break down the car for the night is to steal the, the rotor arm. And it's a little uh, orangish yellow thing that turns a little bit. Um, mm. And then I saw this episode today after watching that last night and I was like, oh my God, it's a rotor arm. <laughs> and that can break a car down. <laughs> Dang, Jay, you, you're just on top of this right now. Like it's, it's a great coincidence, but you're on top of it. Yeah, but I remembered. <laughs> um, so Caleb's like, whatever you owe me, but he hasn't said what yet. And I, gets- I, disagree, I disagree strongly, Caleb. You did that out of your own. Anna didn't ask for you to do that. So she don't owe you nine. That's my humble opinion. Well, that's exactly why he thinks she owes her. Or she owes him. Because she didn't ask? Yeah. Because he did something above and beyond. Listen, Jay, people need to stop expecting doing stuff. Expect something back for doing something good. Okay? That is not how life works. People don't owe you something just because you do something for them. And and, Um, and honestly, a lot of you... um, quote unquote nice guys out there you need to learn that (laughs) a lot of people in general but especially the nice guys (laughs) um but it doesn't matter because hannah gets a mess a text message from a at this point in time that says Mm. caleb's quiet but how are you gonna shut me up good question i I really like um the 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 thing they've done the basically aria and hannah recently instead of like 
um, immediately like stressing over the message, just looking around to see if they can see who sent it. I like that strategy. Except <laughs> everyone's on their phone because it's like 2010. Which is this, listen, Jay, has it changed? <laughs> no, but like, you know, they're like, uh, like instead of like two people on their phones, it's like everyone is on their phone because they can't do anything half-assed. Well, well, listen, I think the difference is now um, you can see the color of the text bubble and then the, like mm. eliminate some of the people. <laughs> you know, that's fair. Are you a are you a blue bubbles only guy? Uh, no, I'm not. Really? Mm. Thank you. Because I everyone know. I know is like, gets really mad when someone in the group chat has an Android and I'm like, it doesn't affect me. It doesn't impact my life. No, no, uh, no. Listen, I, I am the type of person who is like, well, first, first off, um, I think growing up, uh, well, I shared a phone with my sister for a long period of time. Um, but like my mom and my dad, they had like two totally different cell phones. So it's not like, uh, uh, was weird for me when, um, you would get like a, some people prefer one phone over another. Like I do have an iPhone at the moment, but just because I have an iPhone don't mean like, I think of any less of you, if anything, I am very upset with iPhones because of the way they just be updating stuff. And then like people with older versions just have to go through the struggle and stuff like that. Like, so listen, I respect like people with Androids and stuff like that. Like, I don't know if there is a um, another type of um, phone out there because I think those are the main two that I think of, but like, I respect it whenever, uh, whatever phone you use. And you heard it here first folks, we are an inclusive <laughs> podcast, Android, Google Pixel, yes. flip phone, yes. iPhone. Yes. It don't matter as long as you're listening to Two Can't Keep a Secret. <laughs> baby <laughs> and we don't and discriminate against podcast um feed providers we do not as long as you're listening to us spotify itunes ideally whatever. also the brazilian dragon podcast feed but like start yeah. with us <laughs> we we should be the first one you listen to and then you can listen to other great content so it's like the gravity pause um we want to uh, be famous about total drama island yes um what you're doing nail movies etc <laughs> damn there's so many good podcasts so many <laughs> uh i am so behind and like we don't even have reality tv to distract us right now it's embarrassing it's fine Listen, um, about to start up. <laughs> you know who else is super busy uh emily emily and Paige. they're so busy <laughs> that they have been racing since last episode for a swim off <laughs> to average see who has the fastest average time mm-hmm uh to be the anchor for the swim meet yes and emily's like okay like not a problem that we tied we'll do one more swim off the next morning to figure out who's the fastest and Paige like is about to explode Mm -hmm. like she's gonna lose her shit and coach fulton is just kind of like looks at her like looks at emily and like you can tell that coach coach fulton is like thank you for not losing your goddamn mind (laughs) Truly, especially after um, Miss Paige, like, low-key tried to kill her uh, last episode. Well, does anyone know about that? No, I don't think Emily's that person that would tell anyone. Right, but, like, you would think, like, cameras or someone passed by. Like, my gut tells me, you can tell me I'm incorrect. People only look at cameras when it's, like, brought to their attention that they need to. Yeah, you're right. Mm -hmm. Or they're a creep. Yes, (laughs) and then that's another issue. (laughs) um do you think Paige is gonna get caught I think Paige will confess Ooh, I can see that yeah (laughs) I can see that actually by the end of the episode yeah um but we're still at school and 
for some reason, it's still hilarious to me that Ella happens to work at Rosewood High with like Aria just run like roaming the halls. <laughs> I love that. I love that energy. Like, and she's still somehow so oblivious. Is she still a sub or is she like a teacher teacher now? I think she's a teacher. Ah, understood. Or she's like a sub, like a substitute, but she's subbing for different classes. Well, I know um, in middle school, uh, when we started this, the year off, we did not have a math teacher. So we just had a permanent substitute. And she yeah, that like, could be the case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like someone's on like maternity leave or maternity yeah. leave. Yeah. Fair, fair, fair. <laughs> so I can see that for a <laughs> Yeah, because anyway, I just think it's so funny because like they have this full conversation about like mm-hmm. how Mr. Fitz wants to take a class to New York, but there's not enough money in those schools budget but like it's all coded at first Mm -hmm. so Ella's like Aria I was just talking to the principal about you and Mr. Fitz and it's like holy shit um but it's like like what I found out what she was talking about I was like that's a weird way to phrase that (laughs) yeah like I maybe like about your class with Mr. Fitz yeah but like also Aria, you can see the fear in her eyes. And I don't know mm-hmm. if this is a Lucy Hale thing or like a characterization of Aria because like, love Lucy Hale, don't get me wrong. I, I I love every garbage thing she's in, but she's only in garbage things. I really like, um, not ready or not, true for dare. That I was also love ready or not. <laughs> um, but like everything she's in is like not winning awards, you know? Correct, correct. <laughs> but also Arya, like like an each winner, so Lucy Hill will not be. while she's freaking out about like mm-hmm. her teacher boyfriend maybe going to prison. Mm-hmm. But like okay. you but like her mom wouldn't be able to tell because her reaction is so subtle. Question. Could it could it possibly be like Ella's like this is a teenage um thing? And when I was a teenager, like I was always worried about what my parents could caught me with or something like that. I think it's that and also just like, mm-hmm. oh, like maybe she thinks that like like Ella said awkward things about Mr. Fitz in front of Aria before. And like until I hit like my early 20s, I was so embarrassed whenever my mom would say that someone was hot. <gasps> question and now I'm like go ahead like I will make fun of you <laughs> just as much in public as you make fun of me mom so it's no it's a two-way street listen I like the I love the energy eh? not gonna lie okay your but question could this be a situation where Ella like understands that uh Arya has feelings for Fitz but thinks it's just a crush and nothing oh 100 percent. I think that's possible okay okay <laughs> or like or like mm. she knows the other students generally like Mr. Fitz and so mm-hmm. she's like it's a common conversation in the school that Mr. Fitz is young and attractive. Yeah. And so like, obviously talking about that with your mom is going to be like embarrassing and mortifying. Correct. Correct. <laughs> Which like, I guess it was when I was in high school, <laughs> but like, anyway, we, there's a, a guy named Jordan who works at a turtle rescue um, in South Carolina. He's like a mm-hmm. super cool dude. Um, yeah. And he's like, a generally attractive man um and mm-hmm. a couple of years ago I went to visit my family um I think I don't remember it was I don't remember the time of year yeah. and um there was a an event for saving the turtles at a like all the proceeds at the brewery went to that 
my, and like, I was like, I'm going to go to talk to the hot turtle man. And I said that to my mom because like, listen, <laughs> I like, I was like 25. I'm like, go ahead. Fucking embarrass me. Like, I don't live here. Honestly. And it turns out that my mom befriended this man. And now he presents multiple times a year to my mom's fifth graders. <laughs> about like conservation efforts which is like super cool but also yes. just like like aria you'll get there at a certain point in your mm-hmm. life you will no longer be embarrassed that your mom thinks someone's hot too correct correct and maybe that man will then present to your mom's high schoolers about conservation and saving the turtles and honestly anyone who wants to talk about conservation or saving the turtles are good in my book Oh, I forgot to mention, I also frequently call this man, and my mom, my dad does this too. My parents are happily married. They're in love, uh, have been married almost 30 years. Like, mm-hmm. it's disgusting, okay? Yeah. Um, and, like, in a good way. And um, both my dad and I and my brother call Jordan the turtle guy my mom's boyfriend. So, like... <laughs> understood, understood. So, like, you'll get to an age where you can throw this back in your mother's face. In fact, you're probably at the age where you could do it now, considering your parents are separated and she might have a boyfriend because you're already having awkward conversations about like whether your mom went to dinner with a friend. Yeah. Like tease your mom about her boyfriend a little bit. And you're also like sneaking around to see like who your dad is going to dinner with. Right. So you could tease him. Do do you want to cover that right now? Or do you want to wait till we get there? I want to wait. Okay. So, yeah, we cut to the library and Caleb decides that he knows what he wants Hannah to do to make things up to him. Mm-hmm. Um, he says that he wants her to date him or like go on a date with him, but Hannah works it down so that um, she'll take him to the swim meet and um, basically introduce him as a friend to all of the people that she knows that have a lot of extra money so that they can hire him to fix things for her for them uh and because she was the homecoming queen obviously people will trust and like anyone that she likes i know i just said a lot of words i don't know if it all made sense it made sense but i'm about to um, ignore everything you just said because i do have a question that i know you cannot answer Uh (laughs) are caleb and hannah in game (laughs) That's actually a very fascinating question. I'm curious about why you asked. Because, like, this is not the first time, like, Caleb, like, jokingly asked. Uh, when, like, I think he asked her for, like, lunch or hot dogs, um, jokingly, like, in a previous uh, uh, episode. But, like, um, Hannah, like, is very much, like, uh, give, it, give it to him. How I feel like not a lot of people would give it to him. And I feel mm. like he really appreciates and like that about her. Yeah, he likes to be put in his place. He definitely yeah. is a kink. Yes, 100%. <laughs> That's gross. I don't like talking about kinks of high schoolers. You know what? You know what? You make a valid point. <laughs> like the actors are all like in their 20s, but like I feel gross. You know what? You're not incorrect. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, so, like I, I would just say, I would not be surprised by the end of season, by the beginning of season two, those two are together. I would not be surprised. And you're like, all I want is for this man to die instead of Lucas. <laughs> I hate him so much. <laughs> um, but yeah, so she agrees she'll take him to the swim mat, swim mm-hmm. meet, swim meet. Swim um, meet. and speaking of the swim meet, Spencer is very confused. She doesn't seem to understand why, right before a match, uh, Coach Fulton would put 
would like pit two swimmers against each other, especially like two of the best swimmers. Great, great, great point. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it's that bad. I don't think it's that bad of an idea, honestly. Like you're going to be practicing anyway. You might as well try your best. I get, I get it. Right. But like the thing I don't want is there to be tension between two of your best. Players. Oh, I was just thinking about them being physically tired. You know what? Uh, you make <laughs> sense. You make, you make sense. You make one sense. Listen, that's more sense than I had an hour ago. <laughs> the rest are in, are in your bike that you gave away. It was your hiding spot. We Listen. talked about it in a different episode. Um, y'all need to go listen to our episodes. <laughs> well, I, you, I just want to make sure that you knew what I was talking No, I knew, there's a reason why I laughed because I knew exactly where you got that. Okay. I have my notes up. So I like, yeah. Okay. It's like, that, that was a wild right. thing that happened to AJ. That AJ really did not have to. I think through. about it really frequently, actually. Every time I see a bike, I'm like, hmm, wonder if AJ's money is in there. <laughs> and I'm like, no, it's definitely not. Someone took that money, but it's fine. It's, I like to think that money went to a good cause. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like maybe hiring a French tutor. Because Toby Cavanaugh is in desperate need of one. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, there's a sign up in the school uh, asking for people to take a number oh. and call Toby, I guess, to set up tutoring. Um, and Spencer tells Emily that she, she'll, she'll do it because she's an AP French and maybe it's a way to find out what Toby knows and figure out who's framing them both. And then she takes the whole sign down. And like, there is a very interesting point that Melissa brings up later of like, this is a man that they think murdered another member of the school. Mm-hmm. why are they why is the school helping him find a tutor who goes to that school like listen i'm i'm not against um uh, the school um trying to find him a tutor because innocent maybe not guilty. another high school like, there's, student correct like if he's like on if there's like belief that he could have murdered another student do not put another student in harm's way right and also like there there is internet at this point in time. There is Skype at this point in time. Yes, there is. I know this because I used it back in the day. So like why, like it, it's implied that this is like an in-person tutor, which it ends up being. And it's like at his house, who's gonna, like, who's gonna stop potentially murderous Toby from killing another high schooler, Jenna? the blind one <laughs> i mean jenna probably would kill them herself too but that's another story i don't know i i love jenna but I, but then i remember that she like coerced toby into a sex continuing a sexual relationship and then i no longer like her uh, yeah I'm, I'm i'm not on jenna I, I i can confidently say that at one time yeah. i wasn't but at this point i am right like that in and of itself i was like automatically like no I'm, I'm um, not like honestly get, get that boy out of the house <laughs> yeah so spencer takes down the poster and then she goes also, I'm, oh. I, but speaking of um change of opinion on character i'm really liking nancy drew spencer i really like it <laughs> yeah when spencer has something to do when she has a yeah. puzzle to fix she's great yes <laughs> but if she doesn't have something to work on the only thing that she has to work on is destroying everything around her not incorrect <laughs> you are not incorrect. so like she needs to channel that energy into something constructive 
or else I the agree. bomb will go off, basically. Um, and right now she's is, working wait, is, doing a little bit is, of both. Is she class president? Probably. There, there, there's probably some drama. She's on student council. Uh, because she helped plan homecoming, remember? I understand that, but I feel like there's some drama to have like with, with being president. Yeah. <laughs> um, but she already has enough drama with the coach, with her coach, because she's she tells Ian, oh, oh, oh yeah, <laughs> her brother-in-law, who is also her field field hockey coach, that she can't go to practice because she has another uh, outside commitment, and Ian does not like this. Uh, I would like to say this is both my favorite and least favorite scene of the episode <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> okay, tell me more. No, I just love how Spencer is not willing to hold back with this man. And it's like, you know what? You're not going to lose any fear over me. Like, I, I will be straight up and blunt with you. And listen, I don't care if you're with my sister. Like, me and you have a problem, and I'm not going to hide it. Yeah, and like... She also reminds Ian that not everything she does is about him. 100%. But also that's very dangerous because I think she thinks he killed Allison right now and you do not want to be fronting like that to a murder. <laughs> yeah, but I think also like she is under a relatively safe assumption. He of... makes the statement. Wait, wait, no. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, you're good. But I think like she also has a pretty safe assumption that like... Mm -hmm. He lives in her backyard, but like her parents mm. and her sister, I think she's more scared for her sister than she is for herself because her sister spends a lot of alone time with him. I believe that. Find out. I believe that. <laughs> but, 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 but she's pregnant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like part of the reason why also this was um, probably my least favorite scene is Ian gets so aggressive so quickly with her. Yeah, like what the <laughs> he's like do you hate me and she's like no i i'm tutoring toby he's like so you hate me and it's like shut up like sir like, <laughs> it reminds me why mm. i like being gay is a choice because technically i'm bi but like i choose to be gay <laughs> because like, of people like ian i because of men like ian i actively <laughs> choose not to date men <laughs> and like go ahead and come for me cancel me for saying that being gay is a choice for me like <laughs> go ahead but like it's men like ian who like get violent over like the smallest mm -hmm. shit like you could just be like it's supposed to rain later and he'll be like no it's not you don't know how to read that you don't know how to read the weather app and it's like okay like maybe it's not supposed to rain today maybe i was wrong like it's not that big of a deal but to this man it's worth mm. like murdering someone over almost. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I'm just like, geez, like, <laughs> let's take a breath. Please, please. <laughs> Lock the man in a closet. <laughs> Come back a couple days later, see if he uh, is still alive and kicking. If he is, give him some food. If he's not, problem solved. <laughs> I hate Ian. <laughs> I understand. Listen, I get it. He's, he's like the worst. Like, he showed up, he married Melissa, who, like, let me just say, we I know that Emily is our lesbian representation, mm -hmm. but Melissa going full, like, butch lesbian after, like, Ren left would have been so great. I'm just saying. 
And then so we got Ian. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm very upset that we got Ian. Like, and, and I'm not going to lie. You, you know, Melissa is on the up and up for me. <laughs> I know. She's like, and then Spencer was redeemed, which like, I guess is for the best. Listen, I would have loved nothing more to the root for everyone in the family minus the dad. Yeah. <laughs> I think he can have a redemption arc too. He, he could, but he's trying to get like out. Like over the course of the series, not the season, but the series. He really tried to get out inspired, and that was not okay. <laughs> right, yeah, right. But I think like there's chance for growth there, and like yeah. I would be rooting for the growth, not for him. You know. And I, I don't know if I was pro or anti Alice, but I would not be upset if Alice came back. Yeah, I, I want Alex back. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll be happy with Alice return. <laughs> but for the meantime, Spencer hates Ian uh so much and when ian calls toby a liar uh spencer basically like is like he's not the only one who's guilty of lying Ooh, and like pause, pause. Pause. Um, but before this melissa shows up oh yeah melissa yeah. is now a part of the scene when this, this is where melissa is like why would they let it let you tutor an almost convicted murderer again melissa talks this at this point <laughs> But, but when, when um, Spencer said the line about he's not, not he doesn't have a monopoly on lying, uh, Melissa was like, why did she say that? Yeah, <laughs> like, excuse you. <laughs> like, I, like, Melissa's not stupid. And she was like, there was like, that was very much aimed at Ian and what for? Yeah. Um, so. But speaking. Speaking of Toby. Spencer. Spencer goes to Toby's house and basically apologizes to him because he's not going to let her in and unless um, she apologizes, basically. And okay. she brings him a copy of Catcher in the Rye, uh, which is the worst possible book. Um, and she says that the best way to learn another language is to read a book that you've already read in a, mm-hmm. another language. And that's true. Mm-hmm. I took seven years of Spanish, high school and college, mm-hmm. um, before I read Harry Potter in Spanish. But like, I started off by reading like Cinderella, mm. not Catcher in the Rye. You know what? <laughs> um, and understood. Understood. We'll we'll go into like why I hate Catcher in the Rye another time, but basically it's like the book of incels. Um, and J.D. Salinger like sucks butt. <laughs> he does so much so that I hate anyone who's named after Holden Caulfield, including this, the worst doctor I've ever had who like prescribed eating disorders as recovery for from like normal chronic mm. illness. Um, mm-hmm. he named his son Holden after Catcher in the Rye. And I was like, that was the key where I was like, mm, you are an asshole across the board. <laughs> like you are uneducated because Holden Caulfield is an incel. Mm-hmm. And you named your child after him. You mm-hmm. did not understand the book. <laughs> um, but yeah, Spencer saw Toby reading that book at the Apple Rose Grill one day. So obviously she's like paying attention to him. Um, and Toby is understandably a little freaked out. Yeah. He's like, I, literally yesterday, you thought I should rot in prison. 
It's truly, <laughs> truly, truly, truly. <laughs> and Spencer's like, well, something happened. And now I think that I am also being framed. And that would have been the moment I was like, ah, there we go. <laughs> yeah, now things are starting to click. It's about uh-huh. you. Yes. Um, and then Toby hears Jenna shutting a window and whispers that he isn't supposed to be talking about the day Allison disappeared and all the evidence that Spencer's asking him about. Um, mm. And he thinks her, he thanks Spencer for the book and then goes inside. Um, and then we see Spencer basically doing Emily's homework while talking about how like Toby was so much different than she expected. And, you know, mm-hmm. he's like actually not a bad guy. And yeah, when you think someone's Satan, it turns out they're actually a human being. Like, no shit, they're different than you expected, Spencer. Like you were really awful to this poor young man. True, truly. And based on very little to nothing. I mean, like, to be fair, let's also remember that we said that we would also be terrible to Toby. <laughs> like, I <laughs> identify that I am a hypocrite here. You, you know what? You're not incorrect. You know, I, I we would not smash his mailbox, but we definitely would talk mad shit. Like, like, I would actively see him walking down the hallway and be like, you know what, this is my time to walk into this room. Yeah, and like, let's be clear. I talk mad shit even about people I do like. If they do something that's worth talking shit about. And, and we were talking about Toby. <laughs> but yeah, with that yeah. being said, I, I do, that, that would have been a failure on us because Toby's just a pure person. And, a person that needs help. And this is why we need to remember that all of us can continue to be better and work on ourselves. Mm-hmm. And even when we think that we are good people, even good people do things that hurt other people sometimes. Correct, 100%. And when you can start to know better, you can start to do better. I think that was by Amaya Angelou, that quote. I could be wrong. I read something about that quote earlier today on Facebook in some comments somewhere. Oh, it was about Lizzo changing the lyrics to her song. Changing the lyrics to her song? Um, there's a, a lyric in Girls where she calls someone a spaz or calls herself a spaz. And spaz is a term re- uh, referring to a spastic disorder. Um, and many people with those disorders feel that it is a derogatory term to call someone a spaz because you're making fun of something that is out of their physical control and is oh. part of their disability. So Lizzo is re-releasing girls with different lyrics in that part of that song to be less ableist. See, 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 see. That, that's the thing. You know how many celebrities would have like- just Let her show her the- whole ass in public. I don't care. She's a good person. Like like so many people would have been on the defensive or something like that, or be like, no, that's not the contest it means. Like Lizzo was legit like, oh, this is a problem. I didn't know. Let me fix it. <laughs> you got a problem? Yo, I'll solve it. Check out when my DJ revolves it. Lizzo is so good. <laughs> Lizzo is so good. Lizzo, uh. <laughs> yeah, so like, and I say that because like so many people are like, oh my god like she always walks like she always wears like a thong and like you can always see like her entire like body and it's like yeah okay and like at least she's not mean (laughs) (laughs) 
Do you know, like I would have much rather see someone, see every part of everyone's body and every, and like have world peace than like everyone is like dressed like a nun and mean to each other. I agree. You know what? I, I agree with that statement. I think there's a happy medium somewhere in between. I, I, I think uh, do not expose yourself. Mm-hmm. But wear what you want. Correct. AJ <laughs> once again with like the correct take. Um, speaking of wearing what you want, doing what you want. What is Arya doing? Arya decides to follow her dad <laughs> to his mysterious date because he shares that he is going to meet a friend because his work event got canceled. And apparently, mm-hmm. and so she she uh, follows him, I think in Hannah's car, which like, why does she have her car back? Why does she have her car back? If that was my mom, like, first off, you were in a car accident. Uh, and secondly, you were in someone else's car. I think you need to like at least have a year away from vehicles. <laughs> That's my whole yeah. opinion. Like you should have a suspended license. But I guess Ari is driving and she doesn't even have a license last time we checked. So was Ari driving? I thought Hannah was driving. I could have been either way. Either way, someone sh- someone who was driving should not have been, no matter who was driving. How are I, you know what pause? Hannah gives me big I would drive with a suspended license vibes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hannah, Hannah does what she wants. As long as she's popular, she's fine. um and it turns out that byron has gone to the school and he meets ella in the library and they're like hooking up in the library it's i feel like at first i was like this makes no sense but on second thoughts i think that it's like the perfect place if you're going to sneak around (laughs) um who's going to be at the school at this hour Besides who's gonna, stealing who's gonna be at the school and like she has a reason for being there yes um he doesn't but like whatever because no one's gonna see you and also what, like they, when, when, and when like, the car broke down who did she call right and if like the janitor mm-hmm. catches them or like sees that byron is there he can be like oh uh ella needed me to bring her something she's mm-hmm. been grading papers she was here late um listen because also it's like 8 p.m and my mom has definitely been at school at 8 p.m lost track of time or whatever oh hey i've been at school at that time before yeah well by yourself uh not by myself but it was like only four or five of us okay yeah i guess we've Um, done that to like decorate the halls for homecoming and whatnot uh it, it was for something for some after school club i don't know it was authorized. Yes, yes, we were allowed. We were allowed. <laughs> and let me tell you something, Jay. One place I will not break into will be a school. <laughs> sure, sounds about right. Listen, I'm educated enough. <laughs> um, and then Ari is like so upset that her mom is having an affair with her dad, but like they're not a, they're not divorced. That's not making like it what would you rather your dad have another secret affair or your mom have a secret affair with someone else like you've already seen that like also it wouldn't be an affair if you're separated right but like they're acting like they're having an affair no because she was because she said it was like 
oh, this feels like back when we were in high school and we were sneaking around. And he was like, yeah, it's hot, isn't it? And I was like, Byron, no, this is not. Y'all are two grown adults. You do not need to be um sneaking around. But like, I I get the idea. I guess it's, <laughs> I guess so much role play. Be like, but they're role playing when they were younger. I guess once you get that age, you be like dreaming of the good old days. Because I think you you could tell me if I'm wrong or or not. But I think they could be uh if not high school sweethearts. They've been together since they were. Well, pause. I don't think Ella is. You could tell me if I'm wrong or not. But I don't think Ella's like that old. And if Ella's not that old, I don't think Brian would, would be like that much older. So I can see them like having like Arya when they were young and us having uh, Mike when they were young as well. But I don't know their ages. Yeah. Um, but they just, uh, they decide to leave because, ew, parents are, gro- are gross and they're making out. And but then they see, well, they- Hannah sees. Hannah's so observant. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like she gets a lot of flack and she gets portrayed as like the dumb blonde a lot. But like, she yeah. sees things that other people don't see. Oh, for real? For, she is so observant. Like, if she wanted to, she calls to be an AC girl. But I don't think she wants to. I think she could be A. Like, if, if she wanted to be A. Like, she's clearly not A because A is taking on her the most. But I, f- I feel like she has the brains to be A if, sh- if she wanted to. I've, I, th- I think I've been a bit pointed that Hannah's not dumb. Oh, I don't but, think she is A. I'm just saying, like, if A needed a partner in crime. No, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not saying you, you're saying Hannah's dumb either. I think there's, like, this uh, perception of her that she's not, like, the Oh, yeah, yeah, that's what I meant, too. Okay. Yes, so. yes, yes, yes. yes. We're, we're saying the same thing again. We're on the same page of the same book. <laughs> we are so interesting. <laughs> um, so she sees some stuff in the vents, uh, mm-hmm. and it's a whole bunch of clothes, a book bag, um, I think some gloves, some like six cell phones, and then like a huge amount of cash. So clearly, this belongs to A. Jen, can't, can't, can I tell you so? Yeah. There was not a single second where I thought that was A. <laughs> Yeah. As soon as I saw the cell phones, I was like, well, first of all, it's too obvious. Second of all, you see all those cell phones? Who do we know that has like 17 cell phones? Also, like... Maybe the guy who possibly collects other people's cell phones to make a brace to him. And also, like... It's just... Mm -hmm. A is not that dumb. And also, like, I think that A sends the... I would imagine A sends the text messages from like some advanced computer program that makes it so you don't see that it's coming from a phone number. Like you just get a text message. It doesn't say who it's from. Uh, see, I've just been assuming this entire time A has been using um, um disposable phones. Mm. I guess I <laughs> should shut up. <laughs> <laughs> no no you're good you're good all uh, i'm gonna say is that this show started in 2010 mm-hmm. but it continued and technology got better as the show went on it- <laughs> and so it, it became more and more clear that yeah. that technology could also get better in the show oh understood understood fair fair, fair. <laughs> um so oh, like wait, in wait, my wait, head wait. like a is always this like technological mastermind but anyway um oh, she also takes the money she also takes the money yeah 
uh, Hannah decides, she's like, this is reparation. But right as she's saying that, they get chased down the hallway and Hannah, uh, and they get cornered and Hannah pulls out um, Mm. hairspray or pepper spray. I think it's hairspray. Um, And sprays it in the eyes of the person who's like in a black hoodie chasing them. And it turns out that it's Caleb. Caleb, what are you doing here? Well, Caleb hates his uh, foster family. Understood. And he has decided that he'd rather live in the in the like vents of the school than go home. Um, mm-hmm. So he's the one that's been breaking into the vending machines and whatnot. And Hannah gives him back his money, and she's like, "Shit, I'm sorry." Hey, listen, I, I I don't like Caleb. Still don't like Caleb. But it's a shitty situation. It's it's a bad situation. It's a sucky situation to to be in. And I wouldn't wish out on anybody. And especially considering because uh I don't know if it's at this scene or in a later scene. Uh because he talks about like how bad his um social workers are. Yeah. And the thing is, like, especially in foster care, mm-hmm. they like people see foster care for human beings and for animals as foster to adopt. Or like saving a child and like oftentimes the situation that children are in when they're in foster care is not ideal and something needs to be changed and worked on for the family to hopefully be reunited at like, the same I, time like, like i know my mima uh she, she she is in it and she has kids but they're not like up for adopted like it's either because of drug issues that um the family parents can't be with the kids or something like that like for there's like reasons that are out of their control that they cannot have the children with them at, at this point in time, but eventually should get back to together as a family. Yeah, and and the whole point of the foster care system really is supposed to be for family reunification when it's possible. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the same time, like not only is the whole system clearly messed up, and like don't even get me started on how messed up adoption is for actual adoptees, mm-hmm. um, but it's also like really unfortunate because a lot of times foster uh, social, foster care social workers are assigned like for, for far too many cases for what they can handle. Mm-hmm. So they can't give the adequate resources to the kids that are in their care. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, like even if they have the right amount of cases, they don't have the resources. But at the mm-hmm. same time, like there are also really shitty social workers. And I like don't wanna discount that like there are shitty social workers too. I, like as someone who works in social work like mm. burnout is real mm-hmm. and like burnout's really dangerous when your job is to care for other human beings and make sure they 100%. get the resources they need 100 percent. like it's a little different than burning out at subway <laughs> <laughs> like if you're burnt out and your job is making sandwiches like at the end of the day mm. hopefully no one is like put in a like traumatizing situation because of your mm-hmm. burnout yes 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 yes, yes. Um, but like but, but like, a lot work, of these like, kids are you, in... you can't fuck up any mm-hmm. day mm-hmm. um and anyway that, and, that's a lot, and that's a lot to um um have told on to especially if you are starting to feel burnout with the workload that you are given <laughs> yeah <laughs> and it just seems that the foster care like it seems like the social workers either don't understand or don't care that he is not in an ideal situation for himself. Mm-hmm. It, the foster family doesn't seem to care or know that Caleb isn't sleeping at home. Mm-mm. And 
that is also just really appalling to me. Yeah. Oh, one hundred percent. Like that's gross. Then that was gross to me when I when I heard it. Yeah, and even if we don't like Caleb at this point in time, like no one should be in that situation. I agree. I agree one hundred percent. And yeah, someone else is also feeling very uncomfortable. Um, Emily hears uh, someone, I think, knock on her door. And it turns out that M- uh, Paige is there and it's mm-hmm. pouring rain and she's standing there in a t-shirt. She's soaking wet. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically she um, just says, I just want to tell you that I'm sorry. Yes. Sir. And assumingly for attempting to drown her, but she doesn't say what for. She just says, I'm sorry. Yeah. And Emily is like very touched by it, but confused. And then Paige rides away on her bike. Yeah. This is where I want to put a trigger warning for suicidal ideation um, because it's something that I've caught up to, that I've caught on to a lot since I went through my first like suicide prevention training, which is suicide, suicidal ideation can look like a lot of things. Um, but when someone starts apologizing vaguely and is unable to give specificity or unwilling to give specificity and talks generally about the things that they've done and the person that they are, and also is like, they're doing weird things like riding their bike to your house in the middle of like, at like 10 PM or whatever, um, in the middle of a storm. Like all of that is odd behavior, which doesn't mean that a person is suicidal necessarily, but it's something to ask questions about. Like, like I I legit wrote down in my notes, like if I was Emily in this situation, I would want a wellness check on her. Yes. I, that's when you call Pam. Mm -hmm. Like that, like, I know that you're not talking to your mom right now, or I assume you're not talking to your mom right now, Mm -hmm. but like, you tell your parents that shit yes <laughs> um or like you call coach and you're like because maybe i'm i'm off i've always been reluctant to call people's families because you never know what the family is contributing to that situation or even fair. if they they might not know mm-hmm. or they could be a part of the situation sure. but like you could but like i would at least call coach and be like hey something weird just happened like i know that i told you i want this to be resolved like on my own but like this happened, this was weird. And I want you to know just in case anything happens. And, and I'll, and I'll, like, no. And we like also we have check also in said, on her, yeah. but like, at the very least, just be like, listen, I told you I was handling this. This is what happened. I want you to mm. know in case things get weird. And then no. the coach, knowing Coach Fulton, she would probably check in. No, because she's a responsible adult and stuff like that. Right. And also, Emily in this, in this situation is not equipped to handle this. <laughs> like, like in my humble opinion. So I think um, going to coach someone like Coach Fulton would have been a very um, wise, safe move because uh, I know she says later on, like, oh yeah, she just fell on her bike and something like that. But I feel like if she like let her know the situation, it would not have been an offhand comment. Like there would have been like a serious look into that from Coach Fulton. 
Yeah, yes. And I wonder if Coach, Coach Fulton does know a little bit more and mm. just isn't telling the team. Which also, if she does, I'm glad she's not telling the team. Because <laughs> like, um, it's the next scene where she's like, she tells Emily, like, you're going to be the anchor. Mm. Paige got into a, a bike accident. She's okay. She just scraped up. And like, it was the way that she said, like, mm-hmm. she's okay. She's just a little scraped up. So she, she just needs some time to recover. It was the way she said that that made mm-hmm. me think that Cooch Fulton is a little more. Ah, uh, fair, fair, fair. But also maybe I, it's just wishful thinking. Um, I, 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 I'd like to, I also like to do wishful thinkings, but also in some situations, it's not good if you do wishful thinkings. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm not going to say anything about what happens moving forward. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not going to say anything. Understood. Um, so but we cut now. This, we got the sweet. Right? Yeah, we got to this one meet. Yeah, and we move on to the roasting of Hannah's acquaintances. <laughs> Bridget Wu is a party girl, and if mm-hmm. you bring her anything strong, she'll be your best friend. <laughs> Um, and don't let Lauren's don't let Lauren mm-hmm. fool you with her Jesus sandals, um, because like all you need to do is grow a mustache and talk about the man, and she'll be on your side. <laughs> and it's like Hannah doesn't just like know these people's names and that that they have money. She's like truly like knows enough about their personalities to be like, this is how you manipulate them. <laughs> Um, and for like, every like, no, like Jay, I feel like we are so lucky that Hannah's not a because Hannah is a could do some real damage. <laughs> yeah, and like, which makes me, which like makes me think have a lot of questions, right? Like, <laughs> if it's not Hannah, which we are pretty certain it's not, yeah, who else is like that? You know, mm-hmm. and if it's someone that we haven't like that we've met but don't know a ton about like let's say it's Bridget Wu or whatever right like I don't think it is but like let's say it's Bridget Wu like why are we not seeing more of that mm-hmm. fair fair because, I agree like I love this. <laughs> <laughs> like now I want to know the hot goss for like everyone at the school but I know we're never going to get it and that's like the other thing is like as Hannah was going through the names of all these people that she knows I was like we have not met another person on the field hockey team. We don't know anyone else besides Paige and Emily on the swim team. Like, that's weird. I agree. I, I agree. It is weird. Like, it hasn't even come up as in, in like, conversation of, like, oh, sorry, I'm, Rachel's taking me home from practice. You know, like, they haven't even mentioned other people's names. No, 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 they, they really haven't. And you would think so, because I think people you do stuff with, at least are in similar circles, you would at least be friends with, and they would know and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, but it seems like the only time we get to know anyone that's close to them is because there's drama involved. <laughs> Which, you know, I'm here mm-hmm. for. Listen, we won't watch, this show would not be on air if it was all rainbow and sunshines. If there was any rainbow and sunshines. You know what? Um, nah. But yeah, so every person that, uh, Hannah introduces Caleb to um, he answers a question that she has about his past but he will not talk about his like birth family and that's okay like he doesn't owe her that information like you could tell me I'm wrong I, I, I felt 
like uh, low key hand across the line and um trying to get so involved with um Caleb's situation. I agree, but I also know that like Hannah wants to do the right thing. No, no, like I believe like I think her heart's in the right place, but like yes. she, it's definitely like. Mm-hmm. And also, like, she distrusts authority so much mm-hmm. based on things that have happened to her. So, like, I understand why she doesn't want to do the right thing, you know? Understood. Understood. But also, <laughs> like, she shouldn't have done it. No, she should not have. Um, so, but outside, uh, this is where we get another conversation where, like, Melissa's like, why do you want to be me so bad? <laughs> <laughs> Spencer. <laughs> and that's when Spencer finds out that Melissa was the one. Uh, is this where she finds out? Yes, yes, yes. Because uh, Spencer was like, "Why did he come back to Rosewood and propose to you so quickly? Like, does that not seem suspect?" And she was like, "Listen, I, I was the one who proposed. <laughs> it was Which me. Was like, I proposed. Wow. I was ready. And you know, I. And later we find out um, mm-hmm. that Ian, Ian, and Melissa are, are having a baby, and that Ian told Melissa that." Uh, Spencer and Ian hooked up and she's not mad about it because they weren't technically dating at the time but like but you should be mad about it because um that's your little sister she's a full-blown child right but also like she's like it is weird that you want to be me so bad it's strange I don't know like (laughs) like and and she's like you will not ruin my marriage and it's like I don't think Spencer's seeking to ruin your marriage I, I agree. He's concerned about your well-being because there's a potential murderer. But also, I, I feel like if you have a little girl and a grown man named Ian in this in that situation, I wouldn't uh, just assume that the minor is the um, aggressor in the situation. Yes, and it is Spencer. <laughs> <laughs> and from what Melissa knows about her sister, her sister does want to be her. <laughs> She, not not incorrect she did in fact steal her essay and then got um praise for still it. not over it I, listen i wouldn't be let me tell you something Jay. <laughs> and wasn't that for if, her russian class and she takes french this is high school this girl talk about her college resume how she has too much athletics on it get the i know i know it's a front but you know and if it was Russian history, it really should have been European history. And these people don't know what it's like to take high school classes. Because like Russian history is a college class. European history mm-hmm. is an AP high school class. I took um, in high school uh, uh, Latin history. But like, I feel like that's like, but like Latin history, I feel like like greek and roman history very much feels in line with like world history because most world history classes unfortunately are very eurocentric and basically just cover like greece and rome in oh. during that time period for that time as, period as someone who also took a world history class 100 it is very eurocentric <laughs> i mean i was very fortunate that like i had a, a may, may he rest in peace mr flanagan he spent so much time talking about china that we like barely got to european history and world history mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it was, it was great um and i don't think that's what he was technically supposed to be teaching but like he got so distracted by like t- 
talking about like all the incredible Chinese history that he knew that he was like, we are going to end the year in Egypt. (laughs) (laughs) And I respect him for it. I like that energy. I love that energy. Mr. Flanagan was like the coolest dude, like truly next level human being. Um, But yeah, our core four minus Emily, because she's swimming, uh, go to the swim meet. And um, Ari and Spencer are confused as to why Caleb is sitting with them. And Hannah's like, whatever, it's fine. Why do you care? Um, I, I feel like the actual swim meet was such a long scene. And I legit have nothing to say about it. Well, <laughs> Besides the fact that um, um, home, um, Paige came. Besides yeah. that, I have nothing to say. <laughs> yeah, so Paige also comes. And we see that she's a little scraped up. Um, the side mm-hmm. of her face is a little scraped up um and she cheers on Emily and she Mm -hmm. almost looks proud of Emily and she almost looks like surprised that she's enjoying watching the swim meet like watching other people swim instead of being the person in the spotlight no Um, no I get it like have you ever like done something like you you were like so passionate and love that it just becomes like no longer a passion but like seeming almost a job to you yeah yeah, so I think that's what happened. So, and then it's like, wow, I'm not doing this as like a job anymore. And I remember why I liked this so much. Yeah, and we later on, I'm just gonna cut to it now. Um, it. Emily it. tried to reach Paige, um, but Paige mm-hmm. didn't answer her phone. Um, and after this swim meet, they talked. To, they talked together, and Emily mm-hmm. and Paige basically is like, I might quit swimming. Mm-hmm. Um, because because like I don't enjoy it anymore, mm-hmm. and. Emily's like, that's where I was too. But um, it turns out I just needed to swim for myself because I enjoy it. And then they swim together and it's really sweet. It was a nice scene. And I'm like, maybe they will be friends and maybe we'll have friends that aren't in our core four. I was like, you just tried to kill her. <laughs> I know. But like, also, like, Mona's a bitch, you know? <laughs> and like, Lucas is right. like an incel. Like, You're we don't right. have any friends outside the group that are like good people uh um um you know at the moment sean? Like, uh, wait wait yes sean i was about to say actually maya yeah but like she's in conversion therapy camp right now does not make her a bad person <laughs> i know but like she like well i don't know if she's coming back anytime soon can, can i tell you the truth yeah I low-key thought they wrote her out. I don't know if they did or didn't, but like that's just what my gut said. Like this is them writing it my out this show. Wouldn't be surprised. Would not. We cannot have minorities. <laughs> um, long story. And also, I wouldn't consider a Sean a friend right now. <laughs> yeah. Um. Also, at like in this part of the show, um, Arya gets a text from A, and mm. this one says, "Uh, almost got you busted. Want to know how? Ask Hannah." And that's what Arya does. And our and Hannah admits that she confesses that she gave Ella the ticket. Mm-hmm. And Arya understandably is like, fuck you. And Hannah tries to explain. She's like, I don't want your explanation. Like, fuck you hard. Well, look, look, here, here's my thing, right? I think Hannah could have gave the explanation. But Hannah went so long before she even started trying to explain that by the time Arya was already fed up. So I, bl- I blame this on poor communication skills on Hannah. <laughs> so yeah, I, I, but also I, like, I, I don't blame Hannah because no, 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 I no, wanted no. it to happen. Listen, uh, here's the thing. 
Hannah was not in the wrong. Um, and Ari is not wrong for feeling how she feels. Yeah. <laughs> Ezra's wrong. Yes, 100 Ezra's fault. Um, and also, like, how many episodes do you think it's going to be before uh, Arya and Hannah talk again? Like, as friends? Next episode. Friends again? <laughs> About in the next episode. Amazing. Um, but around this time, Hannah. No, no, also... but, but full stop. It will be the last scene of the next episode. Okay. <laughs> like, we will go with the entire episode, them still being upset. Well, Arya still being upset with Hannah, but by the end, it will be like, or, 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 or it will be the last scene because A does something and the group is together, like trying to do their groupie, Snoopy, Scooby-Doo gang stuff. And then Hannah makes a comment, like, I'm glad we're talking again. And it's like, I'm only talking now like because- like an investigation, can we call it a groupie Snoopy? A groupie Snoopy? <laughs> I would love it. Um, but yeah. But they, they do a groupie Snoopy and Hannah's like, I'm glad we're talking again. And Arya's like, the only reason I'm talking to you is because of this. And after this is done, I still don't want to talk to you. And then they're going to be friends anyway. By the end of the season, they're friends. Yeah. But like, but like next episode, one of those two things are happening. Amazing. Yeah. Um, and then Hannah also offers Caleb to stay on the couch in their, in her basement so that her mom doesn't know because Caleb doesn't want Ashley Marin to call social services. Understood. Um, and later we see that uh he shows up at her house not at all sneaking in <laughs> like very much and he's like taking a shower upstairs. and he's like can i use the towels in your bathroom or are those like too fancy and she's like just use the fucking towels because she's crying because mm-hmm. she's because one of her closest friends hates her guts yes and honestly like she feels really guilty and i don't blame her like she sh- should feel guilty i guess mostly for like I feel bad because she was being blackmailed, but also like, like it's like I wanted her to do it. So, like no, like I think like it was it was she did the right thing. Full stop. Ashley Marin should have never took that money and have Hannah in a position where she had to um, do something that she knew would hurt her friend in order to pay, make sure her mom do not go to jail. So. So Hannah was in a terrible situation anyway, and either way, she was she could have potentially been hurting somebody. And we know Hannah has a big heart, so I I get it, I get it. Yeah, and um, basically, basically, the only things we have left to talk about in this episode are Melissa apologizing to Spencer for getting angry because she's been hormonal because she's pregnant. And Spencer um, did not say congratulations. She did not. Um, <laughs> and Spencer, um, basically Toby was like, this isn't going to work out. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, gives her the book, the catcher, the French catcher in the rye back. Mm-hmm. Um, and it turns out there's a note inside in Braille. Did you look up what it said? Because I did. No, I did not. Amazing. Okay. So it says either B-A-D or 214. Um, and technically, there's a pound sign or a hashtag in front of the word or the numbers, which makes me think it's the number 214, mm-hmm. which is Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Oh, I did a lot of thinking. Or um, in the books, this is one of the only things I know. In the books, 
there's also a Bethany, a girl named Bethany, mm-hmm. who I believe is Allie's secret twin. Okay. So B A D could also mean the word bad, or it could also mean Bethany and Allison De Laurentiis. Ooh, ooh. But either way, Jenna has something that says this in Braille that Toby has traced over because he thinks that Jenna has something to do with this. I, I, I would not be anti, you know what? Because, um, spoiler alert, uh, for when um, you asked me who I think A is, I put in straight up, uh, we have yet to meet A. Like that, that was would have been my guess for this episode. Um, but I would not be upset with a reveal later on that it was her long lost twin or a secret twin that's been doing this the entire time. Interesting. I would not be upset with that. I would I would actually like that as an outcome. <laughs> you don't think it's like overdone? Um, twenty ten though. Well, speaking of A, in our last uh scene, we see. A or a mysterious person playing a record that Mm. teaches you how to speak English in six weeks. Um, And did you notice the things that they, that A was like putting on the table? On the table? Like the objects that they were like arranging. I don't remember. I I was like really focusing on the, on what I was hearing because I was like, oh, they said the title of the episode. Okay. So, um, I'm going to name them and I want you to, once I finish the list, I want you to tell me if any books or movies or games come to mind. Okay. There is a wrench. Yes. A rope, which is tied in a noose. A knife, a pipe, a marble cube, and brass candlesticks. Clue. Hell yeah, it's a reference. <laughs> Yay! Um, and um, and there's also a like, so in the candlesticks, mm-hmm. as the record s- starts skipping, it just says je suis, which means I am. Um, and it says je suis, je suis, je suis. And as it says that, A's reflection can be made in you can make out like a blurry reflection of a in the candlesticks and that is the end of our episode Ooh, that's interesting yeah Ooh, i like that because i think i don't know what this means to you but i've clearly done some like digging and thinking about like what is the metaphor here and it makes me it i think it ties in with the framing theme because it in clue you're trying to find out who done it you're trying to solve mm-hmm. the who yes but clearly a has something to do with this right so maybe 100%. a is using these weapons or the metaphor of these weapons because really is using things like the evidence from the case with like toby's sweatshirt with Allie's blood and that kind of thing mm-hmm. to frame people I like it. Or to otherwise figure out, or to otherwise maybe uncover the evidence. 
and I also like how it, it re- repeated just and not just the I am part because it's like you have all these different guests who it, it is but you have no clue who it is yeah I like it, I like it. <laughs> Picasso um oh <laughs> and um while I was looking this up because I was like that those are the things from clue right um, it turns out that there is one weapon that's missing. And the me- weapon that's missing is the revolver. <gasps> yeah. Ooh. That's interesting. And then... Is, 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 is that Chekhov's gun because it's missing or no? Um, I can't answer that question. You know what, Valet? <laughs> fair, fair, fair. But that is a very interesting thing to think about and chew on. Um, <laughs> as you know, the title Je suis un ami is French for I am a friend. Um, mm-hmm. It's interesting to note that the word for friend that's used is the feminine version. Um, so whoever is saying je suis un ami is using the feminine word. So I don't know if that means that A is a friend. I don't know if that if it's because it's about female friendship. But could, just, could, could it just be about uh, Spencer um, tr- trying to cross the bridge with Toby. Like that could uh, also be it. Yeah. Um, but I remember back in the day, people were like, "Oh my God, A has to be a girl because," and I'm like, "Also, like the title isn't always about A." No, it's not. It's really but not. The, but the je suis part was in the A scene, so that helps back that up. But not the Monami? That is true. And I don't think <laughs> he's a friend. No. Um, and if it is, that'll be a wild twist. So, AJ, you think that we haven't met A yet? Nope. And you gave some predictions for what could happen. But the next episode is called The New Normal. What's the new normal about? The new normal? The new normal. Uh, I think Ella and Byron uh, basically define their relationship as, I don't know. <laughs> we, we, are, we are together. We are enjoying each other's company. But we don't know if we can be like we are officially back together, and uh, you're gonna have to, and Arya and Mike is just gonna have to be okay with it at this point. This is going to be their new normal. Ella will not be at the house, but they will still be friendly and stuff like that, and get together. And like they they're gonna be like, that's weird, but okay, that's the new normal, and that also goes with the friend group because uh, Arya will not be sitting near Hannah. Arya will not interact with Hannah, and uh. I don't think Ari's going to make them choose, but just know that like we're not going to um, be a group anymore. And they're going to be like, this is that new normal as well. All right. Well, uh, we have just one normal and that is our normal email address for if you have any theories or questions that you want to share with our podcast. And that is twosecretspod at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Um, send us any of your thoughts tell us what you think the clue metaphor means tell us uh what if you think that it's Chekhov's gun uh ask us what Chekhov's gun means let us know who you think is the female friend in Je suis un ami um or anything else that like I didn't mention because 
I could do a whole podcast about the things that are, go unanswered in this show so far. Um, <laughs> don't forget to leave us a rating and a review, hopefully a five-star rating, because we want to be number one in your heart, but we can only be number one if you give us a five. Um, I like that. I like that so much. Thank you. <laughs> AJ, I like yes. you so much. And I'm sure our listeners do too. Where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter at the Kid Norris, where I will promote um, any projects that I am doing, any podcast I am on. There are a couple of things planned. You should see me on soon. So keep your eyes peeled. I'm excited. Um, yeah. You can find me on Twitter at jmanji underscore. I almost said the Kid Norris. Which, like, you can also find me there, probably but, harassing AJ. Uh, Jay's a better follow than me, and especially Jay's cats are a better follow than me. My cats, um, <laughs> I have news about them for next week, mm. um, but that I can't release now. But um, very exciting news coming out about my cats mm-hmm. and their Twitters. But you can find me on Twitter at jmanji underscore um and send me a message there about any of your thoughts especially the ones you don't want aj to see um Mm. i will also be on we want to be famous which is a total drama island podcast talking about the merge episode um with felipe and autumn um it's taken us a couple weeks to record this not only because i was sick but because we have so much fun recording that like we actually have to like sit down and record the episode and we, we just have too much fun um check out the other podcasts in the brazilian dragon uh network and give them five star uh ratings and reviews um otherwise anything else aj um emily got my mvp this week oh yes sorry who's your mvp emily emily got it and why uh i i I feel like emily has like past this my stuff has gone through some personal soul searching and growth and it's more of a happy and happy and accepting of herself. So I would like to give it to her. Also, since it's Pride Month, I think we got to give it to our lesbian representation and Emily. Hell yeah. Happy Pride. <laughs> happy Pride. <laughs> um, and with that, we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Got a secret, can you keep it? Swear this one you save. Better lock it in your pocket. Taking this one to the grave. If I show you, then I know you won't tell what I said. Cause two can keep a secret if one of them is dead.